Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Executive producer Hanson just showed me a picture of the, 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 the form where, what do you call it? Is that what you call it? I had a name for it um, last hour. Slimware? Coreware? Shapeware. 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 This, this particular brand is Coreware. But it's uh, shapewear, and it's this was for men, and he, I just looked at the picture. I'm on it, man. I, I, unless there's a medical reason for me to not do this, I'm, I'm, I'm. This will be every day. This will be my new thing. Why wouldn't I? Well, no. I, I, I love the fact that that picture is of a dude who's built like an NFL uh, uh, linebacker, and apparently he's equipped like a donkey. Not to put too fine a point on that. Look at, the, look at that guy. Well, I, couldn't, I didn't. I couldn't look like that guy. It, it, it's inconceivable. As a non-latent, I, w- I didn't notice that. But <laughs> you're in. Please, <laughs> please. As a blind man, you mean? No offense to our, our sighted impaired listeners. Um. Yeah. You can't. Pick a guy. Guy's trying to smuggle eggplants in there or something. Yeah, but you can't pick a guy who's you know ripped and has a six pack to wear your core wear to show me what it works like. You got to get a, a middle aged guy that's got love handles and moves before picture, and then put it on him and show me what it does for him. And not a guy trying to smuggle a summer squash out of the grocery store. And you're obsessed. Good lord, please. I'm gonna get these. I will so have gotta these. Got to get his pants custom fitted. I will wear these to work on Monday. Guarantee. Go ahead. <laughs> Change my life. <laughs> Absolutely. Sure. Which you get with you... some nice gal. She's thinking you're all uh, six packed out, then you release that stuff. Boom. <laughs> what good does that do? You? And that's the sound it makes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the so gross. This is the real me. Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> if you want to sue me for fraud, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious um well, but is there any chance like it you know it affects your breathing or your blood pressure or it gives you a clot or thrombosis or depends what size you're wearing i guess yeah it's this is possible why don't you throw those on and tell us how they feel i will thrombosis i'll wear them to work monday Sure. So uh, we got a lot of stuff to squeeze in. It's the last hour of the week. We're just desperate to bring you all the information we can fit in. Uh, but first, we need to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Thank you. And a special welcome to our special one-hour special. This is a salute to boneheads. Thank you. My fellow Americans. It is time for us to do what we have been doing and that time is every day what in the hell heck are we talking about i mean think about it i don't know i don't know i don't know there were things we simply did not get right and i must take responsibility the pathetic spectacle of a man who's run out of road have over 100,000 children, which we've never had before, in, t- in serious condition. You are totally incorrect. Is he said in front of this committee... You think your takedown that, that, of three prominent was epidemiologists be, was not political? You, you don't want me that to finish, because you know what I'm going to say. What a moron. Sending our athletes there when China routinely lies about every aspect of this virus is just nuts. The games should be postponed. 
You want to be on the side of John Lewis or Bull Connor? Do you want to be on the side of Abraham Lincoln or Jefferson Davis? Rhetoric unbecoming of a president of the United States. So much for unifying the country and working across the aisle. The number of Americans quitting their job is higher than ever. Higher than ever. Higher than ever. I really like pizza. You really like pizza. I really like pizza. Over and effing over again. What do I want to do? What makes my heart sing? Omar, where are you? I want to vaccinate you. Hillary's like a box of Cracker Jacks or your emotionally volatile niece who goes to art school. She's full of surprises. You never know what you're going to get. Right, and there are two levels of punishment. The The most obvious level is you actually Light vote whipping? for... No, no, no. no Practically so tickling? Do you think it's a great success what's happened what? so far? They think I'm kidding, man. I expected more. That is a fitting ending. There you go. I got a couple of COVID things, and I got a political question for Joe. My two COVID things are this. Israel has just administered their fourth vaccine dose to more than half a million people. So they're doing the booster to the booster in mm. Israel. I suppose that's coming to the United States soon? The booster booster. The booster yeah, booster. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, every six months you get the jab. I haven't had my booster yet, but I got to get my booster. Um, another one. Largest Alabama school district has switched to virtual learning. Another school district that is uh, oh boy. keeping the kids at home. Oh, boy. Even though that's a miserable failure. Just turn them loose. Just cancel school. Let them run around and play and invent their own games. I'm with that. I, I was about to be sympathetic toward the uh, going online just because I mentioned my son had a class where there were 75 kids because they were so low on teachers. At some point, you might just have to close, shut down your school because you don't have enough teachers or students mm. that are showing up. But, yeah, just don't, don't have school until everything gets back under control is a much, much better idea than going to online and let them get together and play as much as they want, especially outdoors. Speaking of COVID, okay, Judy and I are supposed to do this thing uh, this afternoon, this evening. It's a little golf, a little getting together uh, for dinner thing. She feels she's got the scratchy throat. She's got the sniffles. She took the test. It says she doesn't have the Chinese bat fever. Well, I so got. What are you supposed to do? I got a. A couple of my best friends, a married couple, uh, they both been sick all week long. Took them forever to get the real test. Then you wait 36 hours, 72 hours to get the results. They're both quite sick. Not sick enough to go to the hospital, but they're like sick, sick at home. Uh, he tested positive. She tested negative. So one of those tests is wrong. Wait a minute. Yeah. I mean, that's almost impossible, isn't it? Yes. One of those tests is wrong. Well, almost certainly the, the, the negative is wrong. I mm. would assume they're both positive. If he is. Um, so, you know, I don't know if that means anything for Judy's negative test. It is cold and flu season. She can get a cold. My whole family had a cold two weeks ago. Still a thing, as they say. Nobody tested positive. It was a cold. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know, do you? Do you need to ask the people you're going to go to hang out with? Uh, yeah, the missus said, I don't care. Wow, rolling, oh, roll, rolling the dice on a, on a minor cold. <laughs> Judy just doesn't feel good. I'm not sure she wants to do it. But anyway, we'll figure that out. Uh, coming up, Jack's harsh, premature, and probably racist judgment against Conor McGregor.
<laughs> and why that's wrong. Racist against the white Probably Irishman. racist. Uh, and then we got to talk about shoe pants, which are sweeping the nation. Pants-shoe <laughs> combination thing. Wow. Uh, but here's a political story that we missed. I don't know much about. I should dig into it more, and I was just wondering if Joe heard it. So while I think it got buried in the Christmas season. I think it was the Sunday. Was it the Sunday after Christmas? It was very close in there. That Joe Manchin went on Fox News Sunday with Brett Baer and ended Build Back Better, said, I am a no vote. And that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. He announced he was a no vote. He announced he was a no vote on Fox. Why did he do that? Well, the stories are, and it came up on the show, um, the White House, it would appear, it's hard to say who it was, but probably the White House, went after him with some terrible stories they leaked into the Washington Post and New York Times about him saying just awful things about him, you know, being a coward or a sellout to this or this or that. I mean, they attacked right. him harshly. And he mentioned in one of the interviews, he said they, they, they know what they said. So he didn't, he didn't dignify, you know, uh, explaining exactly what was said about him that he believed was a, an attempt to intimidate him. But I that's did why not catch that story of the original dirt. No, I don't know what they said. I don't know either. But he went on Fox. That's the reason he went on Fox. Like, F you. Try to intimidate me. Try to embarrass me in the big newspapers. F you is why he went on Fox and ended Build Back Better. I just wondered if you'd heard anything about that that's that's poorly played hardball is what that was from the the does he seem like the sort of guy that if you put some bad anonymous quotes in the newspaper you're going to get him to cave no no not at all i wish i knew more about that story i can't believe he is still a democrat i i've got to believe especially because uh and, and i'm reminded of the uh you know the editorial i shared just a bit of with you from a cdc reporter a canadian or cbc canadian broadcast uh, corporation who's talking about going from the most uh, liberal person in the newsroom to the most conservative in 18 months it's changed so radically and you've seen it in schools you've seen it in the media the rest of it i mean he's got such great coverage saying look i have not changed my beliefs people of west virginia you know what my beliefs are they have not changed a bit, and I'm going to keep advocating for you, but I cannot associate myself with the Democratic Party anymore. I think he would be the senator for life. Hmm. I wonder if he likes the power he has within the Democratic caucus right now, because he does have enormous power if he wants to flex it. No doubt. Just in, Joe Biden will hold his first press conference of the year, and one of the few he's had in his entire presidency, next week. Says here on the card, I'm supposed to call on the person from NPR. Uh, so look forward to that next week. Watch Bad me. Cat. Bad a cat, a cat, care. He will call on the most friendly people with questions he knows are coming and answers that are rehearsed. I mean, it's just, I mean, right? I, I, anyway. And he probably didn't pull that off well. Oh, boy. Because he's ancient. Oh, boy. But there's something to look forward to uh, for next week. All that stuff Joe mentioned and I mentioned, right? Me being Including a racist. your anti-Irish racism. On the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Musician Machine Gun Kelly announced their engagement yesterday and said they 
drank each other's blood. That's right. He got down on one knee, then two knees, then passed out from blood loss. Um, I'm, I was only half paying attention. I missed it completely. Michael attention. told me it was quirky. I paid attention completely. Didn't quite get it. Play it right. again. I'll play it again. You know what? I think the beginning got cut off. It's supposed to be Megan Fox. Whoa. Musician Machine Gun Kelly announced their engagement yesterday and said they drank each other's blood. That's right. He got down on one knee, then two knees, then passed out from blood loss. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't get it. Because she's super thirsty for blood. I don't. That was it. Failed on every level, Michael. I'm sorry. Tell us who's responsible. I am. Severe repercussions. I know the beating one. I'm reading Uh this New York Times story that just came out by David Sanger. Um, uh, Sources inside the government telling him that uh, we believe the Russians are trying to create a pretext right now with saboteurs inside Ukraine so that they can roll the tanks in and start the war. So that's what's going on right now. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff going on, breaking news-wise. In fact, I was going to bring something up, and now I can't remember what it was. Why am I eating a donut? You know why I'm eating a donut? Because they're here. Somebody brought them, and now I'm eating them. Did I plan to eat a donut? No. Do I need a donut? No. Did I have an eating plan already in place? Of course I did. Have I been losing weight? Yes. Am I more committed than I've ever been with being the beginning of the new year to eating correctly? Yes. Am I eating it over? Apparently not. Yes. Why? Because they're here. What is that? What sort of weakness is that? Weak weakness. So perhaps you remember just a few years ago when one Conor McGregor, slightly daft Irish MMA fighter. In fact, he's completely nuts. He's Fruit Loops, if you will. You'd expect him to be Lucky Charms, but he's Fruit Loops. Didn't he make like $600 million last year or something? Some crazy amount. Yeah, he sold his, his bourbon brand or something like that. I don't even know, but do you his, remember? His, his punching old men at the bar bourbon. Exactly. Do you remember that incident where he apparently sucker punched an old guy? Yeah. And Jack took the lead in just blasting him. I did. Slurring him up and down. Throwing in anti-Irish epithets, mm-hmm. as I recall. The rest of it. Well, there are still questions to be answered. But the other night, just a night or two, the bar McGregor owns was firebombed. Molotov cocktails, pipe bombs. The coppers... Everybody's trying to figure out what the hell's going on there. Well, and this was not reported in the U.S., at least not widely. That guy he slugged in the head was a relative of one of the senior members of one of the most powerful drug gangs in Ireland. He punched a relative of Graham the Wig Whalen, who's a senior Graham member of the... Graham the Wig Whalen. You need to oh, punch him in the head. the Wig. Oh, don't be punching his uh, kinfolk. Oh, no, Connor. He's a member, a senior member of the feared Kinahan drug cartel. Whoa. They're believed to be the biggest importers of cocaine in Ireland, have been involved in a vicious feud with members feud with members of the rival Hutch Gang. But did he did he know he was doing that at the time? That's not clear to me. So the guy might have been mouthing off because he's got quite a bit of heft behind him. We were Anybody who's ever seen Goodfellas, picture one of those guys deciding, because of who I am, I can say anything I want to anybody. Yeah, because we all thought at the time, who the hell mouths off to Conor McGregor? Um, this guy who's backed by the most powerful mob around, and maybe McGregor didn't know that and swung on him? I, I don't know. 
Well, right, yeah, or, or yeah, maybe the guy got mouthy, and uh, and Connor, who's a hot-tempered young nut job, decided to slug him in his mobbed-up head. You know what he was? He was the um, John Travolta character in Pulp Fiction, talking to uh, Butch, the boxer, oh. getting all in his face and being the tough guy because he was backed by a gun, and you know, and a, and a powerful cartel. Yeah. Marcellus Wallace, by name. Anyway, uh, so I thought that was interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, this is also interesting. A uh, number of local schools. I'm just looking up the TV, and this is a local story, but it could be happening to you very soon. A couple of local schools just announced they're closing down. Lake Tahoe's shutting their doors. Yuba schools are shutting their doors. This doesn't mean anything to you other places, but this could be happening to you. And it's not oh, it's guaranteed. A, and guaranteed. It, it is, and it's not the terrible policy why is the government doing this it's just you don't have enough teachers or students you just you can't operate that's what i've been saying for the last couple of weeks we're not going to be able to function as a society in the midst of the two-week omicron surge when it comes to wherever you are yeah depending on you know what twists and turns lie ahead uh covid wise we've soon got to get to the point where you just show up and do your job you go to school whatever you get the sniffles it's going to be fine or society's going to break down yeah if, if this thing's among us and it kills fifty thousand a year but it will always do that we got to deal with it true that is true armstrong and getty The Armstrong and Getty Show. This is the kind of thing you do when you're evil like Vladimir Putin. This is just out from the New York Times from David Sanger, who's one of the best reporters in the world on this sort of stuff. The Biden administration has released information saying that uh, Putin has got saboteurs inside Ukraine. They're going to pull off some operations to give them a reason to go in and invade. Um, The release of this information, according to uh, David Sanger, is part of a strategy to try to prevent the attacks by exposing them in advance. By saying, hey, we know what you're up to. We know what you're doing. Don't try to fool the world with this. We're we're onto it. So So the Biden administration is trying to get him to not do it by letting them know they're doing it, but... Some of this stuff is from officials speaking on the condition of anonymity, which might be on purpose to get it in the New York Times, or it might be somebody showing off saying stuff they shouldn't say. I don't know which, but Hmm. one official said the United States has information that indicates Russia has already prepositioned a group of operatives to conduct a false flag operation in eastern Ukraine, where Russian-backed forces have been fighting uh, the war for, for years now. The operatives, the operatives are trained in urban warfare and in using explosives to carry out acts of sabotage against Russia's own proxy forces. Sure. So yeah. Putin is willing to attack his own guys and probably kill however many he needs to kill because he's Putin. Uh, not the sort of thing we would do in the United States. Um, to uh, say, look, these are these are terrorists. We got no choice but to go in now. Oh, yeah, that's the sort of thing, you know, dictators and, and their ilk have done for a long time. You, you sacrifice five-year guys. You say, look at that. Oh, that's crazy. We got a, we got a counterattack. Um, yeah, it's old hat. My question is, why is that being leaked by anonymous sources uh, to the New York Times? Why aren't they shouting that from the highest hilltop? 
Well, part of Why it, isn't Anthony Blinken making the announcement? Yeah, that I don't know. Part of it is it seems to be on purpose. As he said, it's part of the strategy for the Biden administration to stop the attacks by telling the world, hey, we know what you're up to. Some of the other stuff, though, that's more secret, I don't know. Oh, that reminds me of the uh, breaking news I wanted to mention to you. The The Senate vote just went down against, well, the, the vote to sanction the Nord Stream pipeline, the Russian-German energy pipeline, just got defeated by the Democrats. Uh, who's in league with Putin and a puppet mm. and Russia Gate and the rest of it? President Biden's national security team worked hard this week to defeat a GOP congressional effort to sanction the Russian-German energy project that'll strengthen the hand of Vlad Putin and weaken Ukraine at the worst possible time. Now, this is Josh Rogan, who writes with a a clear eye and a sharp tongue uh, for the Washington Post. He is one of the the stars at that fading uh, publication. This is only the latest in a series of moves that show how the Biden administration's actions are actually working to save the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, even though Biden's officials publicly claim to oppose it. Biden team is opposing the bill because it doesn't want to hand Ted Cruz a win and because it wants to preserve the administration's diplomatic flexibility, they say. I love that our politics is now uh, all based on who whose idea was it. Not, is it a good idea? It's whose idea was Oh, that was Trump's idea to keep the schools open? Well, then I want the schools closed. Oh, that was Ted Cruz's idea for the pipeline? Well, then I'm against it. Not, is it a good idea or not? Just whose idea was it? That's just a fantastic way to make all your decisions. And I wish we had one of the administration's paper-thin, fake-ass statements about how much they care about Ukraine and are standing up for them. Uh, Maybe one of the guys can dig one up, but uh, according to Josh Rogan, I think he's right. The administration seems to be prioritizing Germany's concerns over those of the Ukrainian government, which is warning that if the U.S. doesn't act now to stop the pipeline from becoming operational, Russia will gain the ability to bypass Ukraine's energy infrastructure, removing perhaps the last obstacle to a Russian military invasion. Last week, the president of Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky, publicly asked the U.S. senators, please vote for the Cruz bill. But the Democrats just defeated it in the U.S. Senate. That's incredible. Because Trump is a puppet of Putin. Oh, boy. I just, you know, it does not help us if everybody is cynical and believes nothing. That's what I was saying earlier. But any limit on political rhetoric seems to have been surpassed. And I think Joe Biden's, if you're against this perfectly reasonable, or if you're against this incredibly overreaching bill, you're Jefferson Davis. I mean, that may have been the straw that broke the camel's credibility. You just, anybody will now say anything. I mean, I realize that's always been true to some extent of politics, but it seems like there are no limits left. So I've been following what Larry Summers has to say about the inflation. Uh, He seems to be a pretty honest broker on some of this. Anyway, uh, tweeting out a chart that is fairly devastating to the argument that the big problem in uh, of inflation is a global problem caused by supply chains rather than a U.S. demand problem. And who is Jason Furman? Maybe I should check and see who this is before I start quoting him. Professor of practice at Harvard. Teachers economics at Harvard. Okay, pretty good cred. Uh, got new d- uh, data directly uh, from the government. They put together an estimate of U.S. inflation using the European concept for blah, 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 blah. Here's a picture of the annual blah, 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 blah. So it looks like... Did you just blah, 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 blah economics? I did, and there's a lot of blah, blah, blah in economics. 
but it's mostly blah blah blah. It's uh, that our inflation is significantly worse than the rest of the world. So just trying to blame it on the supply chain problem around the world and world economics out of control of the United States is uh, not accurate, according to this guy. You know what I haven't seen, uh, or if I have, I've forgotten, is like a country-by-country-by-country comparison of how many zillions of dollars per capita were pumped into the economy. I mean, the U.S., a lot of Americans forget this. We can do that sort of S like nobody else can because we print dollars, and everybody wants them. Everybody wants to borrow them or have our bonds or whatever. Italy is not printing lira, you know. Stealing from two generations down the pike to to give to current Italians, they can't. Only the U.S. has the ability to be so wildly irresponsible. So we talked a little bit earlier about the popularity of these shoe pants, or pants shoes, or shants, or shants, or peels, or pant heels. Nobody's exactly sure what to call them. It started with Kanye West's ex-wife. Kim Kardashian rocking a pair of the pants and shoes are all together. And then this week, his girlfriend also wearing a pair of them. Interesting that his girlfriend currently and his ex-wife both wearing the shoe pants. Julia Fox, whoever she is. Literally keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah. As we mentioned uh, earlier, uh, Kanye, who's a billionaire, and his new girlfriend, Julia Fox, who's young and hot. Uh, Is that, did I need to say that? Um They were out partying in Los Angeles Wednesday night with Madonna, Floyd Mayweather, and Antonio Brown, who just got booted out of football for taking off his clothes. That's a hell of a line. I guess Dennis Rodman has Omicron and couldn't be there, or I don't know. He's under the weather. Isn't that something? How do people One of his piercings is infected. How do people like that gravitate toward each other? Hey, who's rich and crazy? You want to go out to the bar? Hey, you guys want to go out? Yeah, I'll call Madonna. Yeah, I'll call Floyd Mayweather. I'll get Antonio Brown. Hey, you want to come over? Leave your clothes on while you're sure, here. Sure, I'm crazy. <laughs> young and rich. <laughs> it's where the crazy young and rich get together. I mean, we talk about stuff and drink. Although Madonna's not young. No. Good Lord, she's pushing 70, isn't she? No, she was the embarrassing older person who still thinks she's young, hanging out with the young crazy rich. Hey, you're old crazy and rich. What are you doing here? Who are you trying to fool? Elder stateswoman. Eh. Anyway, so his his girlfriend, Julia Fox, was wearing these, like, she was wearing jeans that turn into shoes. They're all one piece. Jews. <laughs> no, that's probably not a great name. I don't think that's a good Let's name. Let's keep working on the name. <laughs> so the New York Post had some questions about these pant heels, peels, hants, shoe pants, whatever you want to call them. What happens if you try to wear them through airport security? You, you, you have to take off your oh. shoes. You have to take off your shoes, your shoe pants. You're now you're pantless. Uh, how about if you show up at a no shoes household? I'm sorry, I have to leave my shoes on. They're part of my pants, unless you want to see my genitalia. <laughs> when it's time to clean them, do you go to a dry cleaner or a cobbler? What's the deal with sizing? Do you go with your pant size or your shoe size? Very good question. It's very complicated. And if you can afford these four-figure Franken-pants, wouldn't you rather just buy trousers and shoes that you have the option of styling separately? These but are then all... you wouldn't be wearing shants. I liked the headline. Kim Kardashian and Julie Fox's panta shoes are perplexing. <laughs> <laughs> they it, are indeed. It must be something to be 
wealthy and and these are the things that you spend time thinking about or like mattering to you or whatever. Well, I love that story about he he brought her by uh, how many outfits worth how much money was it? So they just started dating recently and they were going to be running around. So he had 40 outfits brought to her hotel suite that cost between 80 and 100 thousand dollars for to choose her clothes for the week. That's what it's like to date Kanye West or probably lots of really, really rich dudes. I suppose she realizes she's arm candy already, but doesn't that kind of put a pretty fine point on it? Is Here's can- the things I need you to wear because uh, you're my arm candy. I uh, Does Kim Kardashian do the same thing for Pete Davidson? Hey, I got you two dirty pairs of sweatpants and a couple of ratty vans to wear. You can choose between them for because his look hasn't seemed to improve at all dating her. But Yeah. Yeah, I gotta get my wife some gloodies because her hands are always getting cold. They're gloves and hoodies. They're a hoodie, but they got gloves attached to the sleeves. <laughs> Honey, I, it's a gloody. <laughs> it looks like it'd be a hell of a lot of work. The tight leather shoe pants looks like it'd be an all day job, and I would need Crisco to get those up here. Well, anyway, and, you know, maybe you run into a gal wearing the shants. You get lucky, you know, you take her home, whatever. It's going to take like 45 minutes to get out of those things. You'd so just be confused. Maybe I flip like, on what, the TV. What am I supposed to do here? I just, you tell me. I don't, I don't have the slightest idea how to get into these. <laughs> We're going to try to finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Sirhan Sirhan is the name of the guy who killed Bobby Kennedy in 1968. Bobby Kennedy might have been president of the United States if this uh, crazy person hadn't killed him. Gavin Newsom denied parole to Sirhan Sirhan, even even though the board, the state parole board, recommended letting him out. The only reason I bring this up is this. The governor has a picture of his dad and Bobby Kennedy on his office wall, taken days before Bobby Kennedy Kennedy was murdered. I didn't know Gavin's dad was so tied in to big-time politics that he was with Bobby Kennedy. I'm not surprised the whole, uh, you know, multi-branch family is just, you know, dripping in dollars. Yeah, if I were him, I'd have kept that. I wouldn't have mentioned that. That Finding out that you come from that kind of lineage is, is not... Most people don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah, it's a one-party state. doesn't matter anymore, I guess. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, uh, boy, oh, boy. I tell you what, the universities are just, they've gone crazy. I've been following this controversy at St- San Diego State. It began in December when this uh, this uh, professor, whose name is Casper, what's her, her first name? Um, blah, 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 blah. I'll, I'll come across it. doesn't really matter. But this uh, Casper lady... She uh, she tweets, just so we're clear on the rights agenda, racism good, abortion bad, money good, women bad, capitalism good, sustainability bad, stupidity good, science bad, power good, equality bad, white people good, non-white people bad, stench indeed. Uh, that's, that's a dean, by the way. That's not a professor. It's a dean, Monica Casper, with an idiotic angry little child's view of politics. It's yeah, the sort of view, festering view you can only develop on a college campus. That sounds like something a sophomore girl should say. Sophomore in high school, maybe? Yeah. Um, but not anybody with any power. 
or any no, influence over anyone. It's spectacularly childish, adolescent, uninformed. It's just, it's hard to believe an adult would squeeze those words out of her Twitter account. But anyway, since it was public and there was a fair fracas over it, um, the president of the university, uh, Ms. De La Torre, uh, said... As we close out 2021, a difficult year for many people, we know that there are those who are hurt and unhappy about Twitter posts by Dean Monica Casper. I will always stand by the right to free speech, but I do not condone or agree with what she said. I do not support actions that seek to divide us or undermine civic discourse for any reason. At San Diego State University, we welcome everyone. We benefit from learning from one another when we participate in civic engagement across the spectrum of social and political discourse, even when we disagree with one another. This is what makes our university great. Oh, my God, how dare she say something that ugly and horrible. Say the blanking lunatic lefties on the campus. 27 uh, faculty and directors expressed anger with President De La Torre for using Twitter to criticize a dean who made those demeaning remarks. They said they were. she was wrong to publicly rebuke the dean for what she said. So did she say that out loud? Or I, didn't, I don't remember. Did you say she said that out loud or tweeted it or wrote it? Which, Who? Which one? The, the, the original, original, the original, the original one was on Twitter. That was a Twitter. Yeah, that, that's, that's the language of Twitter, though. That's the style of Twitter. It's like it's got its own style um, of speaking. Right. And that's the way everybody speaks on Twitter. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know how we break out of this. I really don't. I've been thinking about this a lot lately. How do we break out of this? Well, uh, you know, just looking at the university situation, though, if you are a dean of a university, which is theoretically the center of uh, the exchange of ideas, it's not anymore in a lot of universities, in spite of the president's best efforts there. And I salute her coming out and saying what she said. Um, You can't be shooting off your mouth like that. You can't engage in the dumbest, most adolescent spewing of hate on Twitter. But most you are a child. Go do something else. Most of our political pundits and many, many of our politicians, including the freaking president of the United States this week, engage in that sort of stuff. And I don't know how we ever bring it back to normal. Grow up. Who wants final thoughts? Who wants final thoughts? Go have some final thoughts. Hooray! Oh, I just saw a delicious headline. I will lay on you for my final thought. Here is your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. Our technical director, Michael Angelo, presses the buttons in the control room. Michael, final thought. You know, it's been years since I've seen Jack this excited about fashion. He's going to wear shapewear on top and shoe pants on the bottom. He's going to look great Monday. I won't wear the shoe pants, but I will be wearing shapewear when I come to work on Monday. And it might be my new look the rest of my life. Wow. Young Alex, our behind-the-scenes producer, has a final thought for us. Alex? Yeah, you know, another great weekend of NFL football playoffs this weekend. As kind of the sports guy on the show, I feel obligated to give you my picks. Bengals, Bills, Bucks, Niners, Chiefs, and Cardinals. Ooh, I love it. Love it. Uh, Jack, a final thought for us. So, was it real or just something to talk about, as Joe said? The op-ed in the Wall Street Journal earlier this week about Hillary 5.0. And Hillary Clinton being interested in filling the void. The New York Post is out with a story today. The Clintons reportedly easing back into politics as Biden struggles. Oh, boy. They see a guy with a 30% approval rating, and they think, 
Why not us? You know, that's funny you should go with that. My final thought has to do with the Quinnipiac poll that showed Biden's approval rating at 33%. I believe it wasn't it 24% among independents. Ladies and gentlemen, a prediction. Joe Biden's approval rating in the teens. It's not out of the question. We're Come talking on. Dick Nixon 1973 approval ratings. <laughs> It could happen, I'd say, by August, and then he'll probably be in the grave by September or so. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling... That's a prediction. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. He doesn't look well. Very so few many shows predict death as often as this one. So many people who thanks a little time, go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have all sorts of clicks there under hot links. You can email us if there's something we ought to be talking about over the weekend. Email at mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Grab the podcast if you missed a chunk of the show. We will see you on Monday. God bless America. Get ready, pal. You're going to enter a problem. This is the United States of America, for God's sake. Glad bad it kept care. Grinch did not steal Christmas. Are you sh- Screw it, I'm leaving. Be sure to watch your language. And less tolerant of all the bull. I think that you may be over egging the pudding a bit. Do you understand? No! Oh, this is gay. Come on. Uh, you know. Let's go out with a bang. Bye! Have a great Friday, you mother. Uh, Armstrong and Getty.